Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The Ad News Pubcast. The podcast that celebrates the industry's penchant for a sociable drop and a chat. Hi, I'm Ad News Senior Journalist Josh McDonnell, and welcome to the Ad News Podcast, recorded at Forbes Street Studios. Before I introduce my guest for today, Foxtel Media, formerly MCN, Director of Advanced Advertising, Nev Hassan, let's break down our top stories for the month of September. In no particular order, here they are. The reveal of Ad News' 2019 emerging leaders drew a lot of interest this year as we named some of the up-and-coming members of the media, marketing, and advertising industry, Number two, KO revealed its first viewing data since launch. Covering the month of June, the Foxtel-owned sports streaming platform revealed that time spent on the platform was roughly about 8.5 hours a week, driven primarily at the time by the Cricket World Cup. Henry Tasia's two-part interview with Ad News was another big story for September, with a new holding group boss detailing his first six months in the role and the impact of structural changes within the business. Number four, Foxtel's entertainment and lifestyle repositioning had readers' attention as the pay TV provider looks to reframe its offering, as well as making the decision to scrap its Foxtel Now app in favour of renewed focus on the Go platform. Moving on to free-to-air, and 10's second stab at Pilot Week also drew some eyeballs. However, it failed to draw the same amount of attention as it did in 2018, with Roxy Jasenko's reality show topping the week, however, unable to crack 400,000 viewers. The pitch win cycle continued, with Zenith taking the top pitch win for the month, snagging media duties for international fast fashion retailer H&M. Other pitches included Initiative scoring Deliveroo and Wavemaker retaining Vodafone, while Diageo announced a global review of its media account. Next up, a bit of a strange one here, the advertising executive in New Zealand who made the decision to bring a support clown. That's right, a support clown into his exit interview from SCB after being made redundant. The executive at the centre of the story, Josh Thompson, has since scored a new gig with DDB New Zealand, just proving that clowns aren't as scary as you think. Number eight, speaking of DDB, the agency's chief creative officer, Ben Welsh, spoke with Ad News journalist Paige Murphy, detailing his long-standing career as part of the creative world. This included early teaching, his thoughts on the emergence of tech, and one story involving the headbutting of a client by a creative director. At number nine, in appointments news, Spark Foundry has its new CEO, Imogen Hewitt, who joins from Havas Media following the exit of Sue Squalachi earlier this year, who took on the top spot at Dan-owned rival agency, Cara. And finally, at number 10, the story that leads us into our main conversation for today, the rebrand of Foxtel Saleshouse MCN, which became Foxtel Media. 
As part of the announcement, Foxtel Media revealed a slew of new advertising strategies across the pay TV provider's entire suite of products. So that's our top 10 from the month of September. Now get ready to listen to Hanef Hassan talk us through this slew of new Foxtel Media products. Today, I'm joined by Foxtel Media, formerly MCN, Director of Advanced Advertising, Nefasan. How are you, Nev? Good. How are you doing, Josh? Good, mate. Um, look, first and foremost, how does it feel to be... Well, I'm looking at a brand new Foxtel Media t-shirt. How does the new branding feel? Oh, th- uh, to be honest, I really, really like it. I love it. It's, um, it's been a, a good step change and I think a nice time to refresh and re- re- reinvigorate the brand. So it's a really exciting uh, time to be at Foxtel Media. Perfect. And look, one of our top stories, obviously, for the month was both the rebranding and then obviously this slew of new products that have come and the advertising offering. Um, Do you want to walk us through, I suppose, the changes first and foremost, uh, what they look like and just give us a bit of a scope for what we can expect? Yep. So there's um, a a range of changes um, which are going to run across uh, broadcast television and across the digital platforms. So from the broadcast perspective, you would have heard of our um, Q-Break and M-Break. So Q-Break... Uh, known as a quick break, Mm -hmm. is a bespoke um, ad placement on broadcast, um, bespoke ad placement across broadcast television, whereby we run two six-second ads um, within a tailored ad spot. To sort of drive further impact and engagement, we're actually introing the cue break. So we have a three-second bumper, introing the short break, um, runs the content, and then straight into the, um, the straight back into the content experience for the customer. The end break is um, an amazing with our naming conventions. <laughs> uh, a minute break, so you can see. Uh, I thought it was a James Bond reference at first. Uh, I'll, I'll run with that because that's actually a much cooler way of saying it. <laughs> but um, a minute break, um, and in essence, it's taking your standard two minute thirty ad break, condensing that down um, into a minute, um, and only running two advertisers within that break. Um, we feel that is a bit more linked to a um, sponsorship um, a sponsorship um, opportunity that then relates to the show. So that way, providing greater alignment and greater brand reinforcement. Okay. Um, and look, I, I kind of want to get an idea for why the shift. Like, there, there are a lot of changes here. Um, yeah. Obviously, look, a rebranding, we understand. But, you know, to come with a raft of changes to how you advertise and how you provide clients, you know, yeah. opportunities to be on the Foxtel platform, you know, w- why that change? I think... Part of becoming Foxtel Media was about becoming closer to the Foxtel business. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think when you look at the Foxtel business, um, customer first, it has to be a customer-centric platform. Mm -hmm. And I think when we've looked at the ad experience on broadcast, um, it's been the same ad experience for the last 50 years, ever since the conception of, um, of the ad break. And I think we sat there and thought, maybe it's time we, we change that up. Um, as customers, um, as customers, um, move into this world of attention economy where they're being bombarded with multiple communication messages all the way we're thinking of new ways to try and gain cut through and one of the ideas and the cue break idea was well we're not saying that you um get rid of your 30 and your 15 second creative a cue break runs as part of a larger storytelling format but if you're creating digital asset in a six second and you've got the power to use broadcast television to run it mm. Why would you not? There's an efficiency there and there's economies of scale. So we looked at it and thought, well, that's that's something we should do, change it up. 
and anything that allows us to be able to start reducing the overall ad load experience on television is a huge positive. And mm. we're a paid for platform. And that's what I think becoming Foxtel Media, becoming closer to Foxtel makes you really think about. We have paying customers that are physically inviting us into their homes every evening. So we sat there and thought it's time to maybe change the way that we communicate to them. And overall hoping better engagement um, from a customer better mm. engagement for our clients in terms of the advertising. And from the customer and client perspective, I suppose, was there feedback that sort of encouraged these decisions to be made? You know, were clients and customers saying or giving you certain, I guess, nuggets of info there about the changes? I, I think you always look at the way the platforms are evolving and changing. Um, I, I, I couldn't sit here and say there was one specific moment where we sat there and were given a range of customers saying, create me a queue break. Mm. Um, I think it was more that we started to look at the platform, the ad load, and we were looking at how we can innovate for our clients and do things differently. And I think that's how the idea came out. Um, as part of Foxtel Media, like, innovation has been a heart of what we've done. Mm. Um, and I think this was the new way of going, let's look at how we can try and change the conversation. I think what we have done, though, is we've taken um, our clients on that experience. What mm. we haven't simply done is just create a range of products thrown them out to the market and hope they stick yeah so we've actually had clients come on that journey with us let us know as we've informed them of what changes we're making and we're ultimately hoping that um with some of the stuff that we're running we'll hopefully get positive customer feedback from a foxtel perspective um which then sort of justifies why we've created the experiences we have yeah so when you say you went on the client the clients came on the journey were they seeing it as it was being developed or what, what, what do you mean by that yeah so we ran a trial um in late May um, yep. of this year, where we literally tested it across a queue break across Fox Sports News. Um, and we really then used that um, insights from that test mm. to then take out a wider um, opportunity to the, right, to, the, to the market. So once that test was completed, we went on a bit of an agency roadshow, informed them of what queue breaks were, the concept we were developing, really making sure that we nutted down the demand um, for the product. Um, and then literally took feedback on board on where we should run it. We looked at the number of channels that we ran across, the audiences that we we're looking to target. So, you know, there was a bit more of a consultative approach with agencies to bring them on the journey. Um, and I think that's that makes sense. That's a smart thing to do. Um, I think, and I'll put my hand up, we've been bad in the past of creating this amazing product, launched mm. it, and when we've taken it to the market, the first feedback we get from an agency is, I wish you would have just done this <laughs> and just tweaked it in one way. And that's where you sit there and go, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't pretend to have all the answers, but I think as you consult clients and bring them on that journey, it helps bolster the product and, you know, ultimately makes it easier to sell in the long run. Did they have heaps of feedback? You know, like, or... I think it was more tweaks, tweaks. More, more little changes and more um, words of um, advice on trying to, how they could sell it into their clients. Mm. I think that was the key thing, the why. Um, and I think that was the key thing that we had to just keep reinforcing. Why are we doing it? Customer first. We're changing the ad experience, changing the ad load, putting the customer at the heart. And ultimately, that was the big driver for us. Um, and again, I keep going back to it. As a Foxtel paid for platform, we need to treat them different yeah. from a standard broadcast, free-to-air, linear experience. 
And um, I mean, was it just agencies that you got feedback from or was there feedback from clients directly as well, brands that, you know, already work closely with Foxtel? Um, I think it's a combination of the two. Yeah. Um, what you don't want to do is ask everyone because everyone gives you input. <laughs> um, everyone has another idea. It's like a family or another dinner, angle. right, when you yeah. tell them something, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I think where we did, um, we took a range to get a good, broad enough um, insight mm. to know that we're on the right path. And then we sort of ran with that idea um, and then worked with the channels. And, I, you know, there's a big part of it. The channels have come on board Um, and I think that shows you as channel brands they're really passionate about wanting to innovate television as well and I I think you look at the investment and I talk about this you know the investment that goes into broadcast television versus BVOD it's still huge so let's look at changing that experience first Mm. beyond talking just BVOD targeting hyper targeting hyper personalization there is still a job to be done on TV. And I'd love to hear a little bit about what the channel partner conversation looked like as well. You know, like obviously, um, what are some, well, first of all, what are some of the key channels that are part of this? Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I guess what's the conversation with them like? So the, the channel partner originally was what I felt was going to be the most apprehensive conversation. Yeah. It was actually one of the most engaging conversations, <laughs> um, which was really, really refreshing. The channels themselves were really keen to do things differently. And I think the way that we, um, the key thing that I made sure was communicated to them was this isn't about incremental minutage. This isn't just about putting more ads. Mm -hmm. The experience is being created so we can... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Start to actually reduce your overall ad load. And when you go into a channel conversation about reduced ad load and um, better customer experience, that's an easy, that's an easier conversation to have with a channel. Channels sit there going, we're happy to run advertising. But mm. if you go, there's a bit of work a bespoke ad placement, which we're hoping that once live will reduce your overall minutage from your standard ad break, keep customers engaged longer with your content, becomes a really simple, um, really simple answer in terms of what can we do and yeah. how many do you need and where do you need it. In terms of the channels that are running it, it runs across our Fox Co channel, so mm-hmm. all across our FNA platform, um, BBC's across, uh, NBCU, um, to name a few. But, you know, it's almost the case of every channel has leaned forward and wanted to be part of this. Right. Um, and we've still got more to come on board. So we're currently working with Disco um, and Fick as well to come on to that journey as well. So, Perfect. you know, it's one of those that once we've got it in market the appetite becomes more to put more channels on board. And I mean, we haven't really touched on it yet, but um, I suppose this idea, I mean, you have mentioned it, this idea of minimizing ad loads yep. is quite interesting. I think if like, I was a brand, I'd be like, no, 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 I'm good with having more as more of yeah, my yeah, brand yeah. out there yeah. than normal. That's fine. Yeah. Well, what's the sort of thinking behind a reduced ad load and you know, how do you anticipate that this will, I guess, have a positive impact on clients? 
I think the way that we look at this is it's about engagement. Yep. Um, and you, I think the example is what's one of the favorite programs that you're currently watching? Oh man, that's a really hard one to go. <laughs> oh, you can, you, no, I, no, no, no. I actually, I'm actually <laughs> watching that taboo with Tom Hardy because Tom Hardy, which ran on Foxtel across yep. BBC. Um, now as a customer, if I could tell you that you were watching that content across, whether it's broadcast or, or um, BVOD on demand platform, but I was going to continuously interrupt you with ads, mm. would you say that's a good experience for yeah, you? Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to politely decline you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think the idea is um, from an advertiser perspective, when you minimize or reduce ad load, we're hoping that you actually gain greater cut through. Right. Less interruptions, more engagement, more lean in. Um, and the cue break example is a really nice one. We're mm. actually introing the break as a quick break. We're yep. letting the customer know that they're about to see a really, really quick break. Engage, lean in, watch 12 seconds of ads, back into the content experience that you love. I think that's a nice playoff. Okay. And what about those digital sort of, uh, the digital yep. inventory side of things as well? Because we haven't touched on that. I suppose, yep. what are those sort of changes and what are they going to look like? Yeah, so the changes on the, the digital side, I think... Um, were, were a bit easier to make. Yep. Um, the first change that we're looking to make is the removal of mid-rolls on um, all of our VOD content. Yeah. Um, I think, and if you're truly looking at it, um, Foxtel has been a big supporter of us in terms of advertising initiatives that we've put forward. But I think as we look at the, the strategy around more streaming, more on demand, we've got to start respecting that customer and treat them differently mm -hmm. than a free-to-wear BVOD player. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with interrupting content and putting eight minutes of ad in content that you've not paid for. Yep. But I think if it's a paid-for platform, we should never interrupt that viewing experience once they're into that content. So the removal of mid-rolls was the first thing that we're looking to launch we're doing it as a staged approach mm -hmm. um, as we look to um, launch other initiatives the second initiative that will work in line with mid-rolls is we are gonna take our pre-roll we're gonna run two pre-rolls but we're actually gonna limit that to no more than 30 seconds of ads okay so the idea being is we're actually gonna start to create placements to start being start running the six-second queue breaks that are running on broadcast to then flow into our BVOD um, and streaming products. Mm. So the ideal combination for us is a 15, a 6, 21 seconds of content, again, informing our customers that they're about to experience a really short ad break, no more than two ads or 30 seconds of ads in totality, mm -hmm. and then get them straight into the content they love. To then bolster that, we've, we've got access to what I believe is one of the best data assets um, around is Foxtel subscriber data. Yep. So taking powerful, verified, credible data and actually overlaying that across all of our VOD content. So yes, creating um, new ad experiences with two pre-rolls, but making them more relevant and targeted based on the data sets that we've got on offer. So we're hoping more relevant, shorter ad loads, no interruptions, better cut through, better bang for buck for our advertisers. And that's a key strategy that we've looked at from a streaming perspective. And how does that sort of, uh, con like that, that title of uh, advertising time work from a perspective of like, is it access to content? So if I start a piece of content, I'm always going to be served or is it more like an SBS thing where I think if you get like an hour or something, you only get 30 seconds I or something? I think initially we're looking at it as a, um, once you're into the content, it's yep. one, it's the two pre-rolls into that content experience. Mm -hmm. Then if you engage with more content, you'll be served ads again. I think it's one of those things that it's fluid. Yep. Nothing's set in terms of the innovations. What we're really proud of at the moment is the ability and the access we have with Foxtel and the team there to support 
a pivot or change in direction. I'm not saying we've got the answers for every product that we launch today. Yep. I think that would be rather arrogant of me to sit there and say I've solved um, the BVOD ch uh, <laughs> challenge in one range of product launches. But the idea being is that could be one of the things we look to tweak is don't interrupt that content. Once they've seen the ads, never interrupt that content experience again. But we know on average our consumers watch between 40 to an hour's worth of content. Mm. Two ads every hour, I don't think that's a bad payoff in terms of that consumer experience. No, so, maybe do, yeah. yeah, so I think that's where we're looking at um, at the moment. Okay. Um, and I suppose one of the things there was the IP ad insertion as well, um, which means, I, I, as I recall, when I was using KO yep. or whatever it may have been, the ads were just part of the stream that yeah. came with the original, right? Yeah. So what does that look like now? Does that, that sold separately? Do, were the clients paying for it before? Yeah. Do they not pay for it now? How does it sort of work? I'm yeah. just interested to get an understanding. So um, previously, the clients weren't paying for it. Right. Um, and when you look at KO and the, the great success that has had in terms of growing its um, subscriber base, that was an amazing... Um, value add that we had uh, while we were sorting the technology out. And yep. that's not me saying that the clients were wrong to not be paying for it. We yep. just didn't have the ability to report on it or track it. So how can you expect the client to pay for something that we physically aren't able to track where their ads are exposed? So at the moment, it was, um, it's been sold in a couple of variations. Um, one, it's sold as part of your sponsorship. So when you're looking at sponsoring AFL across our Fox Sports broadcast platform, Fox Sports Digital, we can then extend your reach across the KO platform. So naturally, ads will run across that. What we are, what we're doing is, as part of sponsors, is we're then looking at dynamic ad insertion. So the cool. complete removal of ad breaks and then dynamically inserting those via digital video assets instead. And, you know, that could be sold, as I mentioned, as part of the client sponsoring it. Or as just a standalone. Um, and I think the idea now being is as we grow that scale and it is a broadcast-like experience, mm. consumers are used to the ads appearing within those ad breaks. So we're not really interrupting them. A big part of um, Foxtel Media, uh, Foxtel in particular, is live, uninterrupted sport. Yeah. So we will never interrupt the sport. What we're doing is we're just taking the, um, the broadcast ads out prior to them being inserted into KO and dynamically inserting digital ads. So a nice sort of playoff there. Cool. And, yeah. and you told about uh, selling and buying, which obviously is the most interesting part for all clients is yep. how is it sold? How is it bought? Um, is it bought in package deals? Can you buy it as single pieces of inventory? Yep. Like how does it look across all of these products? I think um, for us, it's not a one size fits all. Right. I think the one thing Foxtel Media is keen to do is work with partners. Mm -hmm. um, and we're happy to work on a different range of ways of packaging it. Some will have some flexibility on, others we won't um, because simply the structure that we put there. Um, for me, the you know when you look at something like KO, we have such a big sport footprint with Foxtel Media. It just seems the natural evolution that we make sure KO is that reach extension to your TV um, buy or digital buy across Fox Sports. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've got clients that are really keen to make sure that they own the code um, and we'll take it and that will be way that we will package that. But something like an M-Break, which we feel is a really integrated, unique um, opportunity, mm. that might be a bit more structured in terms of how we take that one to market and it's linked to um, a sponsorship. So the idea being is Grand Designs, um, Australia, two ads running within it. Let's make sure that we've integrated the brand partners within the program into those M-Breaks to yeah. then drive that reinforcement. So... I wouldn't say there's one rule for everyone because um, we're always open to sort of work with clients to give them the best outcomes, but we'll have a bit of rigor around certain products. 
And I suppose what's, if there has been, is there any early feedback from clients, conversations that have been had, sort of what are they saying? What did it look like? I mean, obviously well, I was there yeah. with the presentation and you were inserted into a news break <laughs> yourself, which was quite <laughs> funny. Um, I suppose what has been that sort of early feedback? Uh, the news break was referred to as awkward. Um, that was the feedback regarding me and my personal no, appearance. I think that's good. You could have a bolt light show. You could do something like Oh, a bolt light show. I can imagine me on that. Um, <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> but in, um, in terms of the event, hugely positive. Yep. Um, our agencies and clients have loved the customer first approach. And I think that's what all the feedback has been. We're evolving. We've actually looked at changing, not just digital, and I'm not downplaying digital. I have a very strong digital <laughs> background um, and it's what I've loved and it's what I've been passionate about for many mm. years. But I think what the biggest feedback was, we've actually looked at the overall customer's experience on TV and digital and we're changing that model. And yeah. we want to do things differently, better, but more in, more importantly, more inclusive with our clients and agencies. Bring them on that journey. Yeah. I truly believe that when you have a happy customer in terms of a happy Foxtel customer that is more engaged, that is more leaning into the content that they're consuming, that when you put that brand message in front of them, it drives the customer, um, the agency a better outcome. Okay. And look, I won't keep you too much long because obviously I know That's you're a busy fine. man and there's lots to be sold. <laughs> but um, look, I got to get an understanding here. What do these rollout of new products mean, I suppose, for the future of Foxtel Media itself? You know, there's a lot of questions around what the business is going to do going forward, what the changes mean, and obviously working close with Foxtel as well. I think for us, um, being closer to Foxtel just allows us to um, have a much greater, easier working relationship when it comes to driving product change or product updates. Mm. And I think when you look at the um, the Foxtel strategy, it's the best best of TV and on demand all in one place. You know, from a Foxtel media perspective, we're the best of TV and on demand advertising all in one place. So I think the changes are really exciting. I think what it means though is being closer to that business means that we can actually evolve with them. Mm. Um, And as they pivot or change and they invest in streaming, we'll invest in how we create better ad products across the streaming. You know, taking out mid-rolls isn't an easy thing to do. There's revenue being attached to those products. But when we think of it on the evolution of Foxtel and not interrupting the customer, then it's the first thing that we should be doing from an advertiser perspective. So, um, you know, I think as the business continues to evolve, we'll continually evolve with them. Um, and as I said, I don't sit here and say that we have all the answers today because the world of marketing and what clients want continually changes. So I think what it is, is adaptability. And we're good at that. Um, we're passionate about it. Um, and innovation is what Foxtel are driving. And hopefully we'll take our clients and agencies on that journey with them. Awesome. Well, look, Nev, I want to thank you for taking the time to chat to me today. Okay. And I look forward to the evolution of Foxtel Media as it is. Thank you very much. And it's wearing my great. new T-shirt. Yes. Good. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Anya and socks. And socks. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Josh. Thanks.